Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. 
center of the galaxy, this is the Force Center Podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok for a special edition of Spotlight Star Wars. We are getting more Star Wars films. That's kind of never been in doubt. What's on the way is the doubt and the questions and the anticipation. Are we getting that Obi-Wan movie? Is that actually happening? What is Ryan Johnson's trilogy? And now we have the news straight from StarWars.com. And the Star Wars YouTube page, you can watch Andy Gutierrez deliver the news directly. That D.B. Weiss and David Benioff, otherwise known as Dan and Dave, to us fans of Game of Thrones, HBO's adaptation of George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, will be moving to the Star Wars galaxy following the completion of Season 8 of Game of Thrones, which is still in production, still aiming towards a yet unknown and unconfirmed 2019 release date. A lot of you know I cover both. You can listen to my thoughts on Game of Thrones daily on Anchor and a daily podcast on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Daily Thrones is where I just uh, discuss, as the title suggests, Game of Thrones daily, and you guys get to call in and share your thoughts and feelings and opinions, and it's fun. So this is kind of right up my alley, Star Wars and Game of Thrones. Often on, on Force Center, I make references to Game of Thrones and storylines and plots and how they handle certain characters. And when I'm talking about Game of Thrones, I always kind of look over at Star Wars. So these are my two worlds indeed right now. So I'm not as excited as you'd think. I don't want to be negative. Uh, We try to be hard. And I'm not negative. Am I excited about more Star Wars films? I want to pause and put a spotlight, not a spotlight on Star Wars, but a spotlight on that answer. Yes, I am very excited by this news. I'm just puzzled. It's out of left field. And I'm waiting for that Obi-Wan movie, which is not going to be from these guys. I'm waiting for something there. I want that confirmed. I'm not worried about what Ryan Johnson's going to do. I am not worried about uh, what Dan and Dave are going to do. I want my Obi-Wan picture. But Dan and Dave going into the Star Wars galaxy writing, quote, a series of films. We don't know if that means trilogy. Series could be two. Three, four, five. We could have a new nine-part series. It'd be interesting. They know how to tell stories. And there have been critiques of their work, how they handle female characters, how some of the situations they not, not put the characters in because George himself, uh, George R. Martin, has done that, but how they choose to tell those stories. There's some, some critiques of that. Um critiques of diversity of their casting which i know a lot of times you're casting to what george r R. martin created but they've changed some things there so there's some there's some critiques that they have they have uh they have dealt with some some slings of arrows their way and i think that's all fair but overall i'm giant fans of what they do i'm game of thrones is my life and i think they've taken a tremendously complicated story that george r r martin absolutely said he created so that it would never be turned into a movie or television show after his work in television in the 80s and and early 90s did a lot of work on on the ron perlman linda hamilton series beauty and the beast he was fed up with it 
and he went back to writing writing novels, and he just wanted to put out the most complicated story, story how the story was told, the elements, the characters, who you think is good might not be as good as you thought, who you think is bad might have a little more good in them, you might have more empathy and sympathy for a character you're supposed to root against and still want to root against, there's a lot of those things there, and that is where Dan and Dave have succeeded. That is where everyone who has produced Game of Thrones, uh, written Game of Thrones, directed Game of Thrones, has succeeded. Uh, you can criticize some of the things when they go off the map, uh, when they go outside of the books, which season seven was probably, I think, one of the most criticized Game of Thrones seasons because of uh, some of the choices they made and how they're telling the story. Uh, I loved a lot of it. I mean, we're talking like within the 98% range, but a lot of it, I understood some of the critiques. I'm just here for the ride. And you guys know me out there. I love to celebrate first before tearing down. But Dan and Dave coming into the Star Wars universe, as exciting as it is, it raises a lot of questions. I'm not worried yet about what it will be. I'm not speculating. Is it an old Republic era series of films? Possibly. And I think they'd be really, really capable of handling that. But I really think... I really think the old Republic uh, era will be told in a TV series on Disney streaming. I think I think that is is better because you're going to get the more hardcore fans, Star Wars fans, going to the Disney streaming app. Yes, I got to sign up. I've been waiting for Old Republic, and that's where I go. Doesn't mean that Dan and Dave don't cover that era, but I think what when people say, "Is this an Old Republic series?" They kind of refer to the video game, the Knights of the Old Republic, that era, uh, Bane, going back before that, Revan, all those kind of things. And I think those stories will be told. I just, I just see TV, streaming, more accurate, being the place for that. I think Dan and Dave could even go before that. I think they could, I would actually, they're so good at handling the, the politics and the inner workings of politics and those shades of gray that we all love as fans now. That's not, that's super present in Star Wars. It definitely in Last Jedi was there, but I, I think it, it's still, at the end of the day, it's about good versus evil in Star Wars in Last Jedi. But Dan and Dave could really tell the story of the formation of the Republic. Uh, the formation of the New Republic following the events of Return of the Jedi could be interesting. We see, uh, you know, politics is not present in The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi as much as some of us do want. We talk often here as prequelists that uh, some of the politics in the prequels, maligned as it, as it was, um, boring at times as it might seem, was, was kind of needed and interesting and right up George Lucas's alley and interests. Uh, that is that is definitely George. Star Wars is politics to George. Star Wars is political for George. And and Game of Thrones has all of those elements, and Dan and Dave have handled that very well, along with the writing staffs and, and, and directors and, and actors. So while everyone's going to immediately look to the old republic, because it's a catchphrase, it's a, buzz, it's a buzzword phrase, I would like to, if I'm just going to speculate irresponsibly, I would like to focus on the New Republic. Give me, and I hate to say this, right, because we're, we're, we're so worried right now about Solo and Alden Ehrenreich, give me a Leia, a Mon Mothma, trying to rebuild the government after taking down the Empire, after the events of uh, Jakku and all that stuff. And I, you know what? I don't need to get into the war side of it. A political series with a threat in the unknown regions could be interesting. Maybe they go in the future, but I, I love this, this. Maybe the idea of the formation of the Republic. Now, hey, Ken, what do we do with Luke Skywalker during that time? All right, maybe this is the time. Maybe you do get Sebastian Stan, and as we're dealing with 
the formation of the new republic and a, and a younger Leia. Leia, um, you know, I don't know who you cast. Do you wait a few years in, in Millie Bobby Brown, who who definitely looks like a uh, a younger Carrie Fisher in, in 77, 78? Do you cast her as a as a slightly older Leia? Don't forget when Jedi ended, uh, Carrie Fisher was in her in her mid twenties at the time of the filming. So you do have some years to wait. Uh, Billy Bobby Brown is still uh, early teens, but you know what I mean. Like putting her putting her up there is not a bad idea. But that's just a wild, uh, uh, irresponsible speculation on my part. But that would be interesting to me. You you get in some weird recastings. And I understand we're we're a little sensitive to that right now, but that would be my thing because I think Ryan Ryan Johnson's not going Old Republic era; he's going something different. And, and Dan and Dave, it, it, it's really wide open right now, and I haven't heard any of the rumors, any rumblings. For me, this is out of left field. Um, now they are writing and producing. They are writing and producing. I do hope. I do hope Dan and Dave aren't listening, but I do hope that means that whatever this is, three, four, five films, that we will get new voices telling Star Wars. And, and I directly mean uh, female directors, directors of color. I, I implore them that this is the opportunity. This is the time. You're telling these stories. Michelle, Michelle McLaren, uh, a veteran director from Game of Thrones. I'd love to see her name in there. And there's a lot of others, countless others. Um, you know, uh, we just had the, the, the stories about... Um, What's her name? Reed Moreno, uh, meeting with Kathleen Kennedy. And she denied ha- having to do anything to do with directing Star Wars or, or working in that realm, just a good general meeting. I don't believe that for a second. So maybe it's something like this. Maybe it's a project like this. Uh, and, and she worked with Handmaid's Tale so well there and has a lot of great TV experience as well as making movies. So maybe that could, could work. Now, Dan and Dave, I think this is their first foray into big-time movie making. But... Game of Thrones, I have confidence, because Game of Thrones is big-time movie-making. What they did in season one on a rather rather limited budget is impressive. And then they got more money. And that could be a blessing, but also can be a curse. More money does not necessarily mean you're going to have a better story. Um, George Lucas himself violated one of his rules, I think, in the prequels, as, as a prequelist as I am. But if you go back to these from Star Wars to Jedi uh, VHS tape that's making of, he talks about, you know, one of the mistakes people make is, uh, sorry, I'm doing more, more of my Lawrence Kasdan than my George Lucas. Hey, he says one of the pe- mistakes people make is they put all this money and budgets into their sets, and then they feel they have to use them on a super high level. You know, they have to be sets and these settings and these technologies have to drive the story when it's the characters. And sometimes in the prequels, I felt he fell in love with his new way of making a movie. Um, I think that's a fair critique, but I still think, by the way, George Lucas is like, let's create a new way to tell and, and make movies. Like, that's impressive to me. So, um, I, I, you know, Game of Thrones, as the budgets got bigger and their power within HBO and, and within the entertainment community got bigger, uh, the show didn't suffer. You're not you might not like some of the choices. You might not like uh, the way the story moved so fast, and we didn't get to see our characters spend three weeks on a ship puking, and, and suddenly the plot was moved forward. Um, I didn't have a problem with it, but you might have. But the show has not suffered with more money. They've used it well. So Dan and Dave having more resources at their fingertips to tell Star Wars stories. And if they get some of the same people, you know, Miguel Sapochnik, Michelle McLaren, David Nutter, all these kind of names. 
Um, if they bring them to the Star Wars galaxy, I think we're going to get some epic big battles, lightsaber battles. Which is why I understand people would immediately turn to that old Republic era. Sith versus Jedi on a large scale. That's not a bad thing for them to handle. I just don't immediately go to that era. So that's kind of it. This is something we're still going to process here, but I just wanted to get something out to address it. A lot of people asking us our thoughts here at Force Center. We're going to have more next week. We're going to have probably a special Force Center reaction with me and Joseph and uh, maybe Jennifer. If we can get our schedules together to talk about it in detail when maybe more details emerge. Right now, this is breaking news. Breaking news. And it's exciting news. Now, of any kind of questions about well, what's going on at Lucasfilm? Do they have a plan? This isn't connected to the main saga. This is not them doing episodes 10, 11, and 12. Uh, Ryan Johnson's trilogy is not connected to the main saga. It's its own time period. And Ryan himself has said, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm still working on the details there. Give me a moment. Uh, Dan and Dave are coming in from the other side with something entirely different. It's interesting and intriguing. And for those who are like looking at the Han Solo movie and going, well, why did we need to make that? And you might look at the Obi-Wan movie and think, well, why do we need to make that? And and Joseph and I are going to deal with that on a Star Wars rank this weekend with reasons to make an Obi-Wan movie. Look for that. But if you're having that train of thought, which is, a, I I think, a fair question to ask, why not branch out? We got these Star Wars movie branch out right now. I personally, I'm on board with the idea of telling a solo story. We'll see if they executed it right or properly or the best that they could. And I'm in love with the idea of an Obi-Wan movie. And I'm in love with the idea of a Jabba the Hutt underworld gangster movie. I'm fine with that stuff. But to those who fairly ask, hey, let's spread the stories out. It's a big galaxy. There's a lot of stories to tell. Then you should be excited by this. That seems to be what Lucasfilm was doing. Do they have a plan in place? Is it all connected? We'll find out. We'll find out. But it starts here. It's interesting. It's intriguing. I hope this allows Dan and Dave to bring in new voices uh, to help them write, to help them produce and to direct, I think that is, that is needed, but we'll see. I've always said it's a great time to be a Star Wars fan, but these last few months it's been, at times, troubling to be a Star Wars fan because everyone's cackles are raised. Uh, I don't know what's going on. So let's all just have a nice sip of whatever you enjoy. Whiskey, water, Gatorade, Powerade, I don't care. Let's take a sip. Take a breath and take this in. We're in an era where Star Wars is here to stay on the big screen. We're here in an era where Star Wars, that thing we loved in your childhood, which might be decades ago, it might be years ago, might be months ago, or you still might be in it. I still think I'm in my childhood. Star Wars was the thing that fueled our imaginations, warmed and inspired our hearts. It is now not just limited to a small little circle of stories and a series of books that you may or may not have read. It is big, it is giant, it will be epic, and it will be on the big screens for years to come. That's not a bad thing. If you have some thoughts and opinions 
on this news, some excitement, and some speculation, responsible or irresponsible. Let me know. Let us know. Find us on Twitter at Force Center Pod. You can find me at Ken Knapsack. Use the hashtag Spotlight Star Wars. Or if you want to talk to us on the main show, use the hashtag Force Center. We're on Facebook. This podcast is available in a lot of places, including iHeartRadio and Spotify. And if you'd like, we do have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash Force Center. That is it for now. We'll see you. This galaxy's still going. May that Force thing kind of, sort of, always remain around us. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.